I just got stuck in a bogey train. Hey, I don't need you guys doing the jingle. Sorry, I was just trying to get us Good locked in. I literally just put the jingle in. Everyone heard it. James. Sorry, we were getting in. Sorry, I was we just trying to get locked in. Oh, oh, uh, sorry. I just realized we were recording. I'll edit that out. Don't worry. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Bogey Train. It is December 4th, 2022. And I'm here with my dudes. I've got Noah J and Jengs. Uh, why don't you uh, introduce yourselves and uh, say whatever's on your mind? Just kidding. Not any. Not whatever. Let's. Hey. I was. Hey. Just, I, I, <laughs> hey, James. You go ahead. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to go first. Okay. But we're off to a good start here. Go. I was just thinking. You said December fourth. Uh, that means next Sunday would be December eleventh, which would mean a little birthday pod for me. So uh, my my birthday wish for all the listeners out there is everyone please donate at least a thousand dollars to the bogey train. Okay, um, let's keep and it'll all go to me for my birthday. So thank you in advance. And also we want more listeners and a sponsorship. So tell your friends, tell your friends, friends, tell your kids, tell your wife if you have one. Hide quite, your kids. Hide quite your honestly. If you are enjoying this podcast and you're not telling other people about it, like, I'm not sure you're on the team. You know, obviously we appreciate every listener, but, you, you know, if, if you're you, just listening, keeping it to yourself, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's just, that's, that's just not appreciated around here. That's, in a, that's in one word, disrespectful. If, if you're not telling other people, you're a bogey. Oh, also mm-hmm. Noah, I, uh. I did some uh, work in the back end with Spotify, working hey, on getting the categories changed. So I haven't, I haven't done my intro yet. Oh, what, yeah. What, what's our categories on Spotify? Well, it was glitching right. for a few weeks, and uh, I, well, I think Noah's just. I don't think he's on this pod anymore. We can just keep talking over him whenever he tries. Um, it was, it was stuck in, stuck in a bogey train. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't try to do that. I didn't try to do that. Um, but it was just in the video games category, which, I mean, tangentially, we talk about video games, but I, through my uh, distribution platform, like I had, that was not what I had selected. So I, I don't know, been working on it, but uh, I think I got it in some other categories at this point. For some reason, golf is not an option though on Spotify. So I think now yeah. it's... Uh, Sports, comedy, and video games, or something. So well, at least, yeah. at least, they didn't throw us in as like history and politics or something like that. Honestly, maybe we should go that direction. Might have to. Golf history, and uh, have we talked about anything political? Uh, there's maybe some politics involved with live. I I talked um, about something political last week. Talk about an, an election. Wait, who's who? Whose voice is that? Wait, wait, al- allow me to. Wait, allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's time. I'll just. Uh, I'm. A, I'm actually all right. Every, they know who I am. That would have been a good time for me to insert the jingle right in the middle of the pod. But um, bum, but um, bum, bum. No, go. What? <laughs> oh. I'm. I'm Noah J, and I'm on the pod. 
I'm one of the three legs that keeps this thing afloat, um, instrumental to the creation and consumption and further enjoyment of the bogey train. That's who I am in a nutshell. He's the third leg of the show. Exactly. Gosh, I know there's memes, but I can't think of one specifically. But have you ever seen a meme? Yeah. (laughs) There's the dragon. (laughs) Yeah. Or like a meme when like two or three people are doing like real work, but then there's someone just like over off to the side pretending to do something. I'm just, those are the sort of memes that are coming to mind when uh, Noah was describing himself and his position on this. Noah's the guy in a group project that never does any of the work and takes all the credit. He is the Pat Perez of this podcast. Hey, hey, you can't argue with 4.0 GPAs, you know. <laughs> the work gets done, the work gets done. Honestly, just recently, uh, my laptop that I use for college is like super full and I can't do anything on it because it's so full. So I've been trying to get rid of all my stuff from college. That's all still full, on there. Full of Here's- what? Here's what? an interesting. Here's an interesting question on the on the topic of Spotify, right? <laughs> I'm double checking that the categories are updated. But do you guys use Spotify for your music listening needs? Very rarely. But really, but I well, first of all, I just don't listen to all that much music. If I was, I I would go Spotify. But the most, okay, maybe maybe the answer is yes because I listen to a lot of music like when I'm in the car with my wife driving or whatever, and she has Spotify up. Yeah. So I guess whenever you, need, whenever you need to listen to the sound of silence, you go to Spotify for that. Why do you go to Spotify? Why don't you just go to anything else? But honestly, that music video is pretty hard. So sometimes YouTube. <laughs> which, which sound of silence are you talking about? Not the, the original. The okay, disturbed, well, that's the better the, version. So. No, it's not. It, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, that's a very average song, but... The disturbed uh, <laughs> cover of it is art. This is the hottest take. That's the hottest take this podcast has ever had. I, no, this this is history and politics right I, here. I, I, just, I love Simon and Garfunkel. So, hey, this just in: we have sports, video games, and comedy. It's official on Spotify. Check it out. What do you think? How are you, how, how do you how do you feel about those three uh, category stickers on there? I feel like that's. I feel like that's what, very apt. What, what, comment, what comedy is this show? Well, or, uh, sometimes we're not even trying to be comedy. But uh, the show in general, uh, just as a general practice in terms of trying to be a real podcast, is probably comedy. I mean, the it's, only a thing, bit of, it's a bit of a joke. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. That's we're trying joke. to get dona- donations that, and sponsors. That itself is a joke. We're joking about it. <laughs> It's All very right. serious. Speaking of jokes, um, I don't know. We, we might uh, keep this joke of the week segment going. Uh, but either way, I wanted to kick us off with just uh, hang on to your seats. This one's uh, a little bit longer. It's definitely longer than last week's. So um, anyway, uh, it's actually not a joke. This is a real story. I, this was a guy. Um, I heard it uh, third hand, but... It was from a few months ago. You have three so, hands. I heard it third party. How about that? That's that's the joke. Yeah, that's the joke. Um, okay, so there's this man at one of the local country clubs here. Um, and he plays golf like once, twice a week, uh, definitely once a week on Saturdays. Uh, so he started his round with an eagle on the first hole and a birdie on the second hole. 
And then on the third hole, he scored his first ever hole in one uh, when his cell phone rang. It was a doctor in the local ER notifying him that his wife had just been in a terrible accident and was in critical condition in the ICU. The man told the doctor to inform his wife where he was and that he'd be there as soon as possible. As he hung up, he realized that he was cutting short what was shaping to be his best round of golf ever, so he decided to rush in a couple more holes before heading to the hospital. He ended up playing all 18, finishing his round, shooting a personal best 61, shattering the course record by five shots and beating his previous best by more than 10. He was ecstatic. Suddenly, he remembered his poor wife and massive guilt struck him, so he rushed to the hospital. When he finally arrived, he rushed up to the doctor who was standing impatiently in the corridor and he asked about his wife's condition. The doctor glared at him and shouted, you heartless bastard, you went ahead and finished your round, didn't you? Sheepishly, the man confessed that yes, he indeed did. Well, I hope you're proud of yourself, mister, because while you were out for the past four hours enjoying yourself at the club, your wife had been languishing in the ICU fighting for her life. The doctor paused. Well, I guess that it's just as well that you went ahead and finished your round because more than likely it will be the last one you'll ever play. Why, the man with tears of remorse streaming down his face asked. Because for the rest of your wife's life, she'll require round-the-clock care. She won't be able to eat, move, or speak. Furthermore, she won't be able to control her bladder or bowel movements. So you, sir, will have to be her 24-7 caregiver for the next 30 years. The man was beside himself with guilt and grief, so he totally broke down and sobbed uncontrollably. The doctor looked at the devastated man, and his scowl turned to a sly grin. Hey, Chill out, dude, the doctor chuckled. I'm just messing with you. She died three hours ago. So what'd you shoot? What? What? All right, that's all the time we have today. Yeah, that yeah. took up the entire podcast. It's going to be it for us. <laughs> what? It's a little bit darker. I think that that will be the joke for that. That joke will cover a couple weeks. Honestly, so it sort of leads into another question that I didn't necessarily plan on uh, discussing today. But so say say you're through like ten or twelve holes, and you're on pace to shoot your best round ever. Like, what would it take to get you off the golf course? Ooh, lightning. So, like, lightning in the area would would, t- would get you off the course? Uh, yeah, I'm not about to caddyshack myself. I don't know, man. I, it, would have to de- it would have to depend on the weather because, you know, if I'm, if I'm out there, if I'm, like, nearly birdie golf through, like, 10, 12 holes, that's, that's definitely going to want to stay out there. Just come back and finish the round another time. Yeah, but, you know, a lot of the courses I play around here are busy. I can't just jump out to, like, the 12th hole and just start playing. Yeah, it's called a rain check. That's not how a rain check works. It would have to be low for me. but And it would also depend on how low I was. Like, if I'm, like... Yeah, if you're, like, one under, you're staying. Exactly. If I'm if I'm under par... If I'm within, like, three shots of par, realistically, at the turn, like, not a whole lot's going to get me off the course. I'd have if to be I was on like, like borderline fifty nine watch if I was gonna <laughs> stay out there. Yeah, 
if I was like seven or eight deep through nine, yeah, I, there's not a whole lot that's gonna rip me off the lake. Speaking, that day. speaking of Caddyshack, what do you like? Why are you guys getting off the course? The heavy stuff's not coming down for a while yet. That was a uh, that was sort of a rolling uh, joke when uh, Jenks and I were working on the grounds crew. It probably still is, even though um, his time there has quite possibly come to an end. Oh yeah, she's done. <laughs> but it just start absolutely pouring out there when we're on the mowers. You know, heavy stuff's not coming down for a while yet. The best was when you were on the complete opposite side of the course. And then on the slowest machine possible. Yeah, so there's no reason to even because by the time you get to the um the shop, it's probably not even raining anymore. It's done, yeah. The storm has passed. You just you gotta, gotta stay out there and just three wheel sand machine, those little those little guys. That yeah, just, a bunker rake. The, the, yeah, yeah, those things are so slow. Three wheel sand machine. It's I like, know, is that what they call them at TTC <laughs> Twin Cities? That's really? Yeah, you, you show up, your name's on the board, and next to it, three-wheel sand machine. No way. No, 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 no. Oh. A, they, we call them sand pros, but okay. I don't think our yeah, loyal that's what it's called, is the sand pros pro. are. But they've probably seen a three-wheel sand machine in their life. I know, this is three guys that have all worked grounds here, and just <laughs> to hear you say, oh, you know, those three-wheel sand machines, like, there's hey. no way that's what they call them at <laughs> TPC. You knew exactly what I was talking about, though. I mean, you, yeah, hard to find a better name for those things, really. I feel like this has been one of the more lame starts to a podcast we've ever had. But you can't you can't call them bunker rakes because bunker rake is already you... by a by an actual rake. Well, yeah, that's just called the rake. The bunker rake or the trap rake is the thing that you use to rake the traps. All right, I stand, but I, I stand by what I, what I called it. I mean, Sand Pro is way better than three wheel sand machine. All right. Anyway, agree, agree to disagree. Should we be moving on here? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, last week for you guys, is there anything uh, worth note? I don't think there's anything for me, but I saw Noah, you were playing some disc golf and real golf. So if there's any, yeah. not not much to report, really. Just some stuff happened. Um. I saw some of what happened. I didn't did, see what happened. What did you see? Jenks, well, you don't follow me on Instagram? I do. I just didn't watch the story. I well, guess. and a lot of it was in a different group chat on Snapchat with uh, our golf team from college that Noah and I were on. So yeah, um, oh. I, definite, I definitely saw some things that I wish I hadn't. But I'll break, I'll, I'll break it down. I'll break it down really quick. Caleb... Caleb Johnson, um, a former UNW Eagles, uh, fly Eagles fly. Um, he flew down, pun intended, to play some disc golf here <laughs> in Georgia. Um, there's a couple like destination sites um, down here. So the first, the first day he was here, we actually went to Augusta, where there's a course down there. I can't really put my finger on it right now. Augusta, Georgia. Uh, uh, it's like whatever country I'll, club, right? I'll, I'll remember it. I'll remember it sometime. Um, but there's, there's, there's a cool golf course down there. There's also the international disc golf. I don't know what it's called. It's like, it, it's like, a, it's like a center. It's international disc golf center. 
They have Were you three actually people. in Augusta? Yeah, it's in Augusta. Did Eva you Augusta. drive? Did you go to Magnolia Lane? You should have. That's on that course, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! I wonder how close you actually can get to Augusta. We we were like twenty minutes away, I think. Oh okay. So we were kind of on the north. It was kind of on the north side of town. I don't know where that course is in town, but um, we weren't super close to it. But we played three like championship level disc golf courses. One of which they actually had the world the world championships for disc golf at last year when Chris Dickerson won. Shout out Chris Dickerson, loyal listener to the Bogey Train. Is was that the one where he nailed like that super long birdie putt after going out of bounds? Mm, and then, it, then he beat Macbeth in a playoff. Okay, what makes it a putt versus another shot in disc golf? Good question, Nick. Good question. Putts if you're inside the circle or using the putter. There are a couple of circles they call them in disc golf because you can't really distinguish a green. Because they're yeah, they're all throws. Exactly because you're standing up. You're not you're not using you're not utilizing the ground. So they basically like paint out and flag out a thirty foot circle. So 30-foot radius circle, so 60-foot diameter for reference. Um, Thank you. What's that in, uh, like, circumference? It's approximately um, 180-something feet in circumference. Okay, that that helps me reference it better. What's the square footage? The area? Just Um, shut up. (laughs) It's like 2,700 square feet maybe, something like that. Maybe a little more, give or take. Jinx, our listeners need to know this crucial information. No, I'm just trying to visualize this. <laughs> this isn't damn math class. If you're inside that circle, the one we've just described, um, you when you throw, you have to stay balanced. So you can't like throw and then step through, or you can't like jump. So that's like the green and disc golf. They call it circle one. So if you're within circle one, you have to throw. You have to stay balanced. You can't like walk after it. If you're outside of circle one. You can do anything you want. So if you're like a little outside of circle one, you can do a, a jump putt, what they call, where you kind of jump into it or, or a step putt where you step through. Um, that's like the only real rule that changes how you okay, throw. So am I correct that. in understanding that a putt can't be longer than 30 feet? I mean, anything, anything where they use a putter and do a putting motion is like this golfers consider it a putt. So a throw, you're usually sideways. You're kind of throwing across your body. A putt, most often you're facing right at the basket for a little more control. There's a couple of different forms of putting. But so that that's it gets really confusing. But that's like what you would consider a putt is if you're doing the putting motion. Honestly, if if we continue to talk this much about disc golf, we might have to call it the bogey chain. Oh, that's good right there. That's good. <laughs> But anyway, can we finish this darn disc golf story? I'm already so bored. You brought it up, Jengs. I, we, I brought up the Paul Macbeth. You're the one that's asking about putts. and. I know. I realize I shouldn't have. Um, we, me, I played Caleb. We had a lot on the line. Uh, I, I ended up losing um, and paying the punishment. Um, the punishment does not need to be spoken here nor there let's just say it involved um him going into a body of water and he may or may not have had 
clothing on, and it may or may not have been on video, and it may or may not have been sent to my phone. So All those that's are up just in the air. nobody. Yeah. Nobody knows for sure though. Allegedly. So, let, allegedly. Let's, let's let's keep it in mind also that Caleb has a backpack with like. 40 disc golf discs and multiple different putters. Don't know why you would need more than one putter, but okay, I, I hate to ask another rules question, but I, is there I'm a limit? Unlimited. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's as many as you can fit in your bag. I think is the official rule. That is so dumb. <laughs> um, but I carry around a well, reusable, reusable, uh, grocery bag. You know, like when you go to Trader Joe's and you get uh, those reusable yeah. Grocery bags, they're okay. pretty durable. Well, I guess it's not as dumb as I think because when I hear them <laughs> called like putters and things like that, I'm thinking of clubs. But in reality, it's more like a ball, and you can have as many golf balls as you want. Sure, yeah, because so, you, I mean, you're because you can lose them. them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, and I do. I yeah, I saw a video of it. Yeah, we played we played this one course. So that that course or that day we played all three. They're kind of similar. The second day we went to this place that had a barn basically that was like 350 feet long. I've never seen a barn like this before. And was it was it maybe a, 50 feet tall. Was it tall. a farm? No, it was, it was a barn. But were you at a farm? It was a disc golf course. <laughs> he was just telling us he was disc golfing. He wasn't like milking the cows I'm not or something. Zoo. I'm not milking some cows. I, got I feel like I'm getting tree. kicked in the head by a horse right now. <laughs> You just got really close to your mic, as it sounded like. Yeah, I'm holding it straight up to my mouth right now. You, you sound great, dude. The mic sounds great. No, shut up. <laughs> no, you do. The, uh, but there's a hole where you just throw through this long barn. It's kind of cool. I've never seen anything like that. Wait, you actually threw through the barn? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Was there anything in the barn? like A disc golf basket. That that there wasn't like any like horses in the in the stalls or anything like that. A disc golf tee box too. Okay. Um, yeah, there were animals just running around. You just had to dodge them, evade them. Hope to God you don't hit the chicken. Smoke a chicken, decapitate it. I drove by a truck with like must have been thousands of chicken on the way back. Chickens, chickens thousands, plural. Thousands of chicken. Thousands of chicken on the way back. <laughs> Um, so, all in all, just three days in a row, we played 135 holes of disc golf over the course of three days. And then, at the end, capped it off with 18 holes of golf, and I could barely feel my legs. I'm not sure how I finished that round. But. All right. Into the golf me. I saw some content from that round of golf. It looks Were you and Caleb playing match play or stroke play? We, we were just kind of hacking it around, and, and then – Starting on the 16th hole. Hacking it around. That's the truest thing you've said. We decided to play a little three-hole match to okay. come down the stretch and, and then just uh, fire out some videos to the boys. So it it looked like you were dealing with uh, the blocks. Is that correct? Dude, I you ever have the feeling where you get to the top of the, your swing and then you just like don't know what to do from there? And, and then everything just kind of – all your muscles kind of fire at the same time? No. Um, I wish I was doing something worse than that. I wish I was doing that. My swing felt worse than that. So, I saw a couple of huge misses to the right. Is that fair? Well, I had a couple. I had two. I had two bad, two bad misses, two bad, uh, out, big, big push cuts. Um, push cut. 
Are you still using that blue Mizuno driver? Yeah. If it ain't broke, uh, don't fix it. That's wise words. Yeah, but the huge misses would argue that maybe it is broke. If it's only a little broke, wait till it gets a lot broke until you fix it. That doesn't sound like you're being proactive. If you have a small leak in your shower, are you going to wait until it becomes a flood, or are you going to just fix the small leak? I'm going to see if that leak just kind of stays the same size for a while. <laughs> if your boat slowly starts to sink, do you worry about it? No. Uh, when I would. Really Realistically, what is your club head speed, Noah? Um, one sixteen. With You're drivers? still using a stiff shaft. Well, because I haven't bought a new. If I were to buy a new driver right now, sure, I get extra stuff. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it still in the bag. It'd be a lot. You'd be a lot more consistent, probably with. Um, I actually, I actually am not hurting with for consistency though. It's kind of something I don't need help with actually. Didn't you say you had a couple huge push slices? Well, only a, just a couple. Oh, okay. But I, but I was trying to, so. You know what was weird? I actually saw you make a few putts. Yeah. The like dark we were talking a few weeks yeah. ago about how bad your putting was. I saw like a, a couple, like 10 footers. One that had like a couple feet of break. I mean, I'm on the up and up. What can I say? To be fair, that putt didn't matter. That was that was right at the end. But wouldn't you rather be on the up and down than the up and up? (laughs) Up and up and up and down. The two chip, the up and up, two chip. Yeah, love a good old up and up. (laughs) That's it. That was the All American Week. We had uh, Chick Fil A. We had Zaxby's. We went to Quick Trip a couple times. Quick Trip with a Q down here. I Waffle miss House. Do they have uh, Wawa in Georgia? <laughs> what? W- Wawa? <laughs> they must know. What? If, what? You're not what? Sure what if, if you're not sure what that is. It's a, uh, there's some southern and east coast states where um, it's basically like a gas station chain, but it's like phenomenal. I had, uh, my wife and I went down to Florida in at, across the end of May in the beginning part of June, and... We went there like six or seven times while we were there <laughs> because because <laughs> it it's can't, awesome. It can't be that good. It can't yes, be that good. Yes. Or they Maybe serve. We, well, you can just like Cocaine? there's just a massive uh, menu like for like drinks, like smoothies and a whole bunch of different like types of coffee drinks and I don't know. Maybe we could get Wawa to sponsor us. Yes, uh, a podcast that is focused in South Dakota slash georgia sponsored by a company that is nowhere near two-thirds of us you know what sounds, sounds good to me well, that's, like that being sponsored, that's like being sponsored by waffle house i love waffle or like tory yeah. pines golf course what are you trying to okay what, what am i supposed to turn that down <laughs> maybe they'd give us free travel to go play there so that would actually wouldn't be a bad one Let's see. Uh, where is Wawa? I know Philadelphia has some, don't they? I hear we're getting a what's the what's the orange burger? What a burger! We're getting a what a burger. You ever been to a what a burger before? I have just once. What a burger! What a burger it is. I've been I've been to one and it was pretty decent. We, we we went to Culver's one day though. I was joking about Caleb. We're all from the Midwest. 
on this pod. Um, yeah, I was joking about Caleb coming down to Georgia just to eat culverts and getting a concrete mixer. I mean, he was just missing home that day. All right. Uh, all right. Should we? Uh, oh, it looks like. Oh, Florida, Virginia, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. So you <laughs> were just in Virginia. I was. Did you see a Wawa? I played the hardest course of all time. No, oh, I did not. From me right now, the closest Wawa is in Charlottesville, Virginia. Ooh, yes. No way. <laughs> what is that like? Was that like 14 hours? I'm looking it up on Google Maps right now. It's got to be more than that. Probably like 17, 18. Not in the Ranger. It is Honestly, a, that's worth it. It is a 20 hour and 53 minute drive. I've done so, that. Would you do a it? Seven hour, 45 minute flight just for Wawa. Would, would you do it? I'd probably rather. Maybe sometime we'll have not. to take a golf trip to Florida and we can go if, to Wawa a whole bunch. If money was no issue, if it was free, Jay, do it. For one like, smoothie. <laughs> like someone, someone's paying for a flight for me to go fly to Charlottesville, yes. get Wawa, and fly back. Well, you'd have to pay for the Wawa, but they pay for everything else. <laughs> you have to, get, you have to pay Why? for a smoothie. Why not? <laughs> and your sure. sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's in. He's in. All right. Maybe next week we'll be live from Charlottesville. <laughs> live from Wawa. <laughs> well, hey, next time you drive up to Virginia – Noah, I'll grab yeah. some. Yeah, and you have to you have to record a review. Then you have okay. to drive it to South Dakota for us. <laughs> yeah, I'll grab a couple extra. I'll put it in my hot box. I'll put it in my hot box on the way back. Hot box. Keep it warm for you. Okay, that reminds me. Uh, so I had a uh, roommate in college. Shout out Michael Brown. Um, no, oh, not Michael the one you're Brown. thinking of. And, what? Uh, Is it different, Michael Brown? Oh gosh. And uh, so he, he was from – no, no, no. Yes, it's the one you guys are thinking of. I just meant for the wider audience, there have been other ones in the news. But, There's a Michael oh, Brown in the news? Moving on. Don't look it up. <laughs> okay. I'm looking it up. Um, it's bad. He, he's from like western North Dakota – like 10 hours away from school and he had he had a friend there who really liked canes so uh, raising canes and our, our our school was in the twin cities so one time going when he was going home i think for christmas uh he, he went and got a box combo on his way out of town and drove it the entire way to his hometown which is like 10 or 11 hours away just so this guy could have canes, and it's like, <laughs> is it even good after that long, dude? And then can, canes keeps. And then as soon as he brought it over to his friend, the dude dropped it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Just dropped the whole meal on the floor on accident. <laughs> All that for that. Exactly. All that for it's that. Like, do you remember the back in the days, the old Campbell's soup commercials or like the Chef Boyardee commercials? When the can would just roll, the can would fall on the floor and it would just roll and oh, roll yeah. forever. Classic. Yeah, like that that can is rolling for like six hours. That's well, I mean, hour. it's a can though. Well, nothing goes bad in a can. No, it ain't rolling uphill though. Like that thing just travels. Guys, 
Canes keeps. Let me be the first to tell you, I've had many many a box combo where I split it in half and and, and put the other half in the fridge and have the next next day. You just, it's, re, you just first of all, I disagree with that. I think Canes keeps horribly, but and it's one fridge? thing it's it's one thing to put it in the fridge, but it's one thing to just sit at room temperature or sit in your car for ten hours. Hey, you, don't, you don't know how you know how cold his car was. You don't know. All right, embrace debate here, gentlemen. Okay, yes. Best best fast food chicken strips or just chicken, I guess, in general. Okay. Uh, Kings, Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, uh, and Slim Chickies. Okay, I was wondering if you were gonna throw that last one. I'm throwing I'm throwing Slim Chickies because I love the three tendy three wing combo. Yikes. So is this just the overall restaurant or the chicken itself? The chicken itself. Okay, I, I, I have a I have a clear favorite. Yeah, me too. Let's hear it, Noah. Cane's is not only my favorite chicken of all time, it's my favorite restaurant of all time. Not fast food. Not fast food place. Favorite <laughs> restaurant. Favorite place to go buy food. It's it just brings, it's classy, isn't it? It's so good. It, it just takes the guesswork out of eating meals. You show up and you're like, what, what number do I want today? One, two, or three? Because nobody's going to get the sandwich combo. I've never gotten anything other than the box combo at Kane's. Really? With really? no, no slaw extra toast. I I have, that's the only thing I've ever gotten. I've <laughs> only had Kane's once, and I was very, very unimpressed. You know, like I've, heard, I've heard it hyped off. The cane sauce was good, but in general, it just was not my favorite. Okay, interesting. I mean, you know, that, those are... Those are strong words talking to two uh, Northwestern Eagles because yeah, I bet. it's sort of a staple. Uh, my first few years, I ate it, you know, probably more than I would like to admit. But then I think at a certain point, I hit my limit with Canes where, like, I just, like, I just never would crave it anymore. I think, I think, I'm, I think I maxed out. And as far as the chicken goes, I'm a slim chickens guy. Oh my! Oh my God! You did! You did not! I love me some slim chickies. You uh, guys yes. are just—you guys, yes. are just dude. Out of out of those that. out of those four, like yeah. I just I gotta say, you know, Popeyes—they got some good chicken, but like the chicken strips they, are just not it. They don't the deserve chicken to be sandwich is great. Uh, yeah, Popeyes you know, isn't bad, but it's not it's not the same as Chick Fil A. I've never really had the chicken. I've had the chicken sandwich. Okay, that's um, chicken. I mean, yeah. it's. Uh, I just don't ever get the strips at Chick Fil A. Obviously, yeah, the sandwich I mean, you, is great. You go to get but, the sandwich. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If we were talking sandwiches, Popeye's my number one. But talking chicken Whoa, strips or chicken oh in general, God. I'm no going uh, to slim chickies. Why? What would your sandwich be, Noah? Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Okay, yeah, that's what I would say for sandwich too. Yeah. I, I like I like the Popeye sandwich more than Chick Fil A. I don't know about that, man. What's the sauce on there? Is it just mayo? On the Popeyes, well, you get the spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes. It's like a spicy mayo, yeah. And it's just like the, the breading of the sandwich is just way, way better. Okay, Noah, I believe you had your first Slim Chickens experience this past April. Is that correct? Yes, it was. Okay, well, now, I, I, you know, I, I can take it just, you know, fire away. What, what was yeah. your honest opinion? Um, the chicken kind of reminded me of the tenders that you would buy in like the freezer aisle of your local oh Walmart. Oh my gosh. You just hook them up and you're, but they fried them instead of baked them. Yeah, you're done. Um, yeah, when you, when that's... You, when you, 
No, like when you honestly compare a Slim Chicken's tender to a Raising Cane's tender, it's really I, not. I think Slim Chicken's tastes better. Cane's is way crunchier and it's way ten tendery, tenderier, ten, way ten, tenderier, tenderier. It's way That's, more tender. You know what I'm they're, saying? They're bigger. The tenders are bigger. Okay, here's That's what, all there here's, is. Like here's what here's what Slim, Slim Chicken Slim Chicken's is less greasy and, and better seasoning. Less greasy, do, better seasoning. They do season. That's like the one knock on Kane's chicken is there's not really. It's just of like a, it's just like a crispy buttermilk, like whatever you call that, the crunch on the outside, the breading. Um, but the thing about Kane's is they have the best sauce of any fast food joint on the 48 contiguous states. So the chicken is a mere vessel to get the cane sauce in your mouth. So all I really care about is texture at that point. Like, I don't need it to taste good because I'm lathering it in sauce. You know what I'm saying? Okay. See, here's the thing. We were just talking about chicken. We weren't talking about sauce. Yeah, but, like, combined with the sauce, you you don't eat you don't go Honestly, eat tenders plain. You're not eating plain What tenders. sauce did you get at Slim Chicken's? Uh, the Slim Sauce. Okay, I think the Slim Sauce goes toe-to-toe with cane sauce. Wow, that's a hot take. This is a case. I don't of, think that's that. I don't think that's this, that hot. This is a case of like you just enjoy something because you're familiar with it. No, because I was more familiar with Canes before I had uh, gone to Slim Chickens. You know that would I, that take a lot to knock it off the it's, throne. It don't, it don't get me wrong. Slim Chickens is good. It it's good. It's like a solid. It's a solid B plus restaurant. You get. Everything you want. The toast isn't as good though as Kane's. That's you, that's, that's true. That's the biggest had, knock. Yep. If you're going head to toe, the sauce doesn't doesn't compare to Kane. I mean, it compared, but it doesn't. It's not as good. The, the tenders are not as tendery and crunchy as Kane's. The the toast isn't as good. I think I had sweet tea. Sweet tea. It, it's usually just kind of good everywhere. Sweet tea's just fire in general. There's um, more options for the sweet tea at uh, some chickens. They do have more. They do have more options, but that could almost be that could almost be enough. Like I, part of what I like about chains is I don't think about. It. I just go get what I just get whatever they have to offer, and it's good. I, I don't have to worry about ooh, do I want this today. <laughs> I, th- I think it's very fair that I was able to just walk away, go to the bathroom, get a snack, uh, come back, and you guys are still arguing about this. That's true. This Maybe we should move versus, on. Yeah. Because there's there's going to be even more fast food content later yeah, we'll, in this episode. We'll be back so. to fast food later. So, all right, maybe we should just lay. Actually, no, we can do that later. It's going to say laying the ground rules for what uh, what will be the criteria when it comes to fast food, but we can cross that bridge when we get there. So, all right, uh, in the pro golf world. This weekend, we had the Hero World Challenge Tigers event uh, down in the Bahamas. And Victor Hovland goes back-to-back. Go back. So, good for Victor. Um, but, you know, frankly, I just uh, I just didn't care as much because the GOAT wasn't playing in it this year. So, And by that, of course, I mean Ricky Fowler. Kisner was, Kisner was in the field. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So, I don't know. If Smi- I don't know. If Smiley Coffin was playing. Ha! Isn't he going to be in the booth? 
I think I, I don't know if he's gonna be in the booth or on the course. I feel like he's gonna be he most likely he'll be out on the course taking Roger Maltby's spot is my guess. But I guess good for Victor. Yeah, I just didn't get into this one. Um Yeah, it's just uh, any any golf between basically November and through December is I can't really uh get all that hyped for it unless there's like a late president's cup or something. I'm so glad my camera's not working. <laughs> I just had Lydia bring me some, uh, some, what is this, frosting? Yeah, beaters from Frosting from cookies on a beater and I'm just licking it off the beater right now. That's, that's great. Anyway, uh, you gotta you, get your frosting. You gotta get your you, frosting. Do you have uh, either of you have anything when it comes to the the Hero World Challenge? I didn't watch a single shot live. I guess I saw one or two highlights. Uh, shout out weekly shout out. My boy Kevin Kisner oh made my. an ace on Saturday. Wow, good for him. Which oh means I believe he's got as many. Uh, Tour aces, I do high school golf aces, so we're on similar levels. Another shout-out, Kevin Kisner. He got uh, second to last. He finished at plus six, even though he made a hole-in-one. He did not finish second to last. Kisner? Yeah. Yeah, he did. No. And the craziest part is the third round was when he had his hole-in-one, and he shot a 77 in that round. (laughs) What was Kiz doing in this field? He needed that ace to break 80. He pretty much did. He really, he would have been absolutely flirting with it if he... <laughs> he bogeys, he shoots 80. Yeah. <laughs> so, clutch, honestly, from Kiz. Well, let's see. What was what was the end of his scorecard like? He ended up bogeying the last... Yeah, that would have been, that would have been dangerous territory. Um... <laughs> There was some really good content from early in the week. Uh, before the event, there was a, an, a, an event where uh, all the players in the field were mic'd up and they were trying to hit a, a floating target out of the middle of the water. And uh, there was some good stuff that came out of there in terms of Tiger Woods, like uh, chatting with JT about you know, how much he liked Max Homa's swing and all this stuff. And it was just, um, that was good. So shout out to whoever was in charge of setting up those events and that content that was coming from this week. But as far as the actual event goes, I uh, was not very interested. So. Yeah. I'm eating chips. So that's, that'll sound good for a podcast. What kind? Lays. No, they're called chances. They're the off brand. Or Clancy's. Clancy's. They're the off-brand from uh, Aldi's. That's great. Or Aldi's, as Noah would like. Respect. Good to hear you're saving money at Aldi's. I do love Aldi's. <laughs> All right. I guess uh, moving on to the Australian Open. Uh, Aldi's nuts on your chin. Oh, my gosh. Now I got to put an explicit on this one. <laughs> the E back out. 
Let's see. Adrian Marunk takes first place. Uh, he won by five shots. Adam Scott in second and Minwoo Lee in third. Again, shout Ooh. out Minwoo Lee. He is the absolute king of like getting top fives, but not actually being in contention to win. <laughs> so he's just sort of collecting paychecks, probably some world ranking points along the way. But uh, yeah, a lot of high finishes, but never actually in the mix down the stretch, it seems like for good old Minwoo. But still playing, <laughs> still playing decent golf. But yeah, so uh, I'm sensing a theme. This time will come. Yeah, I don't know. He seems like one of those guys where his ceiling is very high, but the, the consistency is not there yet. Like, for example, he shot – I don't know if he tied the record or set it on his own, but this year at the Masters, the final round, he was six under on the front nine at 30. I think that tied the record for the Masters. And then he proceeded to bogey his first four holes on the back nine. So – that's not what you're looking for. The ceiling is high and the floor is low for Minwoo, is what I'm saying. So, say again, who won this? Adrian Marunk. Who the heck is that? He's a pretty good uh, DP World Tour player. I see him on a lot of leaderboards over there. Oh, he's on the DP. Yep. Loves that DP. It's on the Dr. Pepper, the Dr. Pepper Tour. The Dr. Pepper Tour. Uh, all right, that's a very uh, quick recap. I'm really not watching or paying attention to a lot of golf this time of year. So I, I uh, saw some story about Cam Smith. He apparently, he thought he missed the cut, so he went and got wasted, and then realized he made the cut on the number. <clears throat> so he had a quick sober up and wake up for his early tea time Saturday morning. I did not hear about that. Maybe uh, it was an old story, but uh, I guess a quick Tiger update. Um, I mean, he had a press conference. He, you know, talked about a lot of different stuff throughout the week. Uh, some of it, you know, possibly controversial, but um, just the part where he was talking about, you know, his physical state, where he's at, um, and, you know, moving forward when it comes to tournament golf. Um, I don't know. I just don't think we're going to – I don't think it's going to get a whole lot better in terms of, you know – his ability to walk in that leg and playing a lot of competitive golf moving forward. It kind of sounds like he's going to do as much as he can to just play in the majors. And uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. My expectations are not high. Yeah. You, you'd imagine too, with now that Charlie's getting to an age where he's like legitimately playing competitive golf, that like Tiger's probably going to be putting more hours into, into that and it was, family and here's the thing like and, and it was really cool obviously there's you know we've seen it going around that tiger's been like caddying for charlie and all this stuff it's like yeah, you know that's great cool. i'm sure tiger would be a massive asset on the bag but like get off your feet tiger <laughs> i don't i don't want him out there caddying <laughs> if he can't you know walk well enough to play in his own event but well that had nothing to do nothing to do with his leg and stuff like that that was all little plantar fasciitis which, I mean, he said the only way to uh, cure it was to just get off his feet. So, yeah. Well, we we will get some tiger here coming up. I believe is this week the match. December. Uh, why does December tenth sound right? Yeah. Friday is that yeah. Friday? No, it'll wow. be Saturday. Saturday. That's coming up. So yeah, 12, it's just a little twelve hole match. Twelve hole match. They're on carts. You know, that's the sort of thing I expect Tiger to play well. Like it's. 
you know, he says it's not his golf game at all. He says it's yeah. just getting around a course and he would never be one to, it seems like he would never be one to sort of have an exception and be able to use a cart. He's just not really about that. Yeah. Um, not and about the John Daly lifestyle. The, the week after that is the uh, father son. So we're going to yep. get a little tiger golf oh, yeah. next two weeks. Another tiger event golf? with carts. So let's go. It's probably why he's playing those two, you know, doesn't have to, doesn't have to walk. Yep. So hopefully we see him out and hopefully he can just the few times a year he does play that he can just, you know, be in decent enough health to just be worried about the golf game and I don't know, maybe be in the mix. I mean, it sounds honestly sounds kind of crazy, but he's done some crazy stuff. Yeah. He's, he's always the guy who says he won't play unless he feels like a hundred percent he could go in and win. So, you know, it's, it's sounding like we're not going to get a lot of tiger, maybe only four or five times a year. Uh, best case scenario, pretty yeah, much kind of depending on courses, uh, with the majors and stuff like that conditions. Uh, so I know last year at the, the, uh, can't think PGA at Southern Hills when he withdrew, yep. uh, just took a toll on his body with how hilly it was, took a toll on his leg. Um, and he still really struggles too with, uh, if there's some cold conditions that flares his back up a little bit, he stiffens up. So he also doesn't play if it's too cold. So. Yeah. So I guess moving on, there was, there was a little bit of, I guess, drama this week when it came to, more live stuff and official world golf ranking and all of this sort of stuff, um, which is sort of to be expected with this event. I mean, the hero uh, has sort of been a talking point for a lot of live people, people, you know, saying, well, you know, according to the criteria, if you're, if, if it's so strict that we can't get points, like how does tiger's event get points? And so just the fact that that was coming up uh, the week of this event, isn't very surprising to me. Um, there was some back and forth on social media and, uh, obviously not all of it that I was able to see or, uh, whatnot, but, um, just going to touch briefly on Justin Thomas and Bubba Watson back and forth, which is interesting. So it started with an account that's, uh, pretty, pretty friendly to live saying that, uh, the last place player in this event is going to get you know two world ranking points um and then saying that there's an event other you know somewhere else in the world that you would need to get third place to get that many points and saying that the new system is crushing international players and you know just favoring the pga tour or whatever and so then justin thomas responded and said well an event with you know roughly 15 of the top 20 players in the world. Uh, it's all about quality of field and um, like anything in golf, play well enough in big events and you'll be rewarded. And then people saying, uh, someone responded saying, well, well, you know, if it just matters how many top players are in the field, shouldn't live be getting points. And JT said, I have no problem with live getting points, but they just need to meet the criteria like everyone else, but they don't meet, you know, seven of the criteria or something like that. And the tour went, 
every tour went through a two to three year process to earn points. So no reason uh, that tour should be any different. And then Bubba felt the need to get in on the action saying it's easy to repeat stuff others say without knowing the facts. Not all tours are forced to wait for uh, world golf ranking status. PGA Tour China was confirmed for points before playing its first event in 2014. Um, and the world golf ranking has a long history of awarding points to 54 hole events to hashtag Google it. It happened. So that sounds like such a Bubba Watson tweet. Hashtag yeah. Google it. I, I am just, I'm, I'm so sick of this whining. Like, you know, Bubba's talking, you know, there's been 54 events, blah, blah, blah. Some tours didn't have to wait. Bubba, here's the deal. Your tour is based on 54 holes. You know, there are other tours that may have counted 54 hole events, but they were shortened events. They were not originally scheduled 54 hole events. Your tour is also based on 48 players, of which the World Golf Ranking says you need what, like 60 or 70 to even really fully qualify? Like you, you need have to average 60 I think the or way, 70. I think the way it stands, I think you need an average field size of 70 to 75. Yeah, and you're at 48. And you're also a member of an uncompetitive golf tour where you play the shotgun starts, where it's just, it, there's no competition to it. You're playing these team events. It's, it's a joke. And you want to talk about strength of field. Half of the lift field is guys that are outside of like the top 500 in the world. This sounds, there is this so sounds... many, I'm not going to go expletive, but so many poopers on this tour and Bubba's expecting them to get tour level, PGA tour level world ranking points. And it's just, I'm getting so sick of it. Give them some points. Great. Give them points equal to the the Colon Korea Open back in the day <clears throat> where nobody played because the tournament sucked, the players sucked, just like on Live, and let's just be done with it. Or wait your two freaking years, figure it out, get your little miniature points, and let's move on. Well, and just on top of that, um, the way – so the official World Golf Ranking started a new system, I think, this year – and they adjusted it so that um, obviously the strength of field matters, but also the depth of field is very important when it comes to points. And obviously the depth of field at live is just brutal. First of all, it stops at 48, but like you said, the bottom half of the field is really not good. And so even if they were able to get points the way it stood without changing any of the criteria that they don't meet, like uh, you know, a way to qualify for the tour and, you know, like having a cut or anything like that. Uh, but even if it, they were just awarding points based off the new system, it would not be a lot of points. So, I, which is. I don't even think you can call live a tour. Live is not a tour. This is a sports league. It is, yeah, it, it is a league. It is a league much like the NBA or the NFL, where you are bringing players in based on contracts to, to play your sport. And I'm going to compare it to F1 where your 48 people are not the best 48 people in the world. I mean, in F1, the 20 drivers that are on there are by far not the best 20 drivers in the world. There's so many other things that go into it. You know, who can bring in the most money, who can grow an impact of some sort. But it's, it's not a tour. And I don't know why it even wants to affiliate itself with World Golf Ranking and stuff like that. I know the players do, obviously, for majors and stuff like that. 
but but you're not you're not playing as a tour. Just be be what you are and be a league. Have these matchups every week. You know, play match play and have a regular season and do stuff like that. James, this sound this sounds like it's a little personal right now. This is just I'm I'm so tired of the whiny live world golf ranking stuff. And I know it's like it's like give them points already, right? It's like just respect. Yeah, these give guys. them give them their one well, and a half points you, for whoever wins. And yeah, let's move on. once I mean even if they totally awarded points based off the current system, you know they wouldn't be satisfied with the amount of points that each event was getting, and so then they they'd want more points or it's always going to be something. And what's really interesting is there's a ton of live guys, you know, saying, well, at this point, you know, it's gone on so long that the world golf rankings are just completely irrelevant, but yet they're like whining that they're not included. It's like, okay, well, if they're irrelevant, then stop asking for points. It's it's just, and I mean, we're at the point too, where if you went over there, you knew you weren't getting world ranking points right away. Like you, you just, you should have known. Yeah. And so and that's, I don't, that's I don't one know of the why things. this is coming off as such a shock to these guys that, well, oh, poor me, we're not getting points, blah, 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 blah. Well, I think Greg Norman was telling them a lot of things ahead of time to try to get them to come over. And uh, he was either saying things that he really didn't have the authority to predict or, you know, basically without um, – good reason he was telling them you know the way he thought things would be and uh it hasn't quite panned out but there's guys like like harold varner i sort of respect him a little bit more because he's like oh yeah i knew this was going to happen but you know the it was just too much money to turn down he's like i i knew the world ranking stuff would you know potentially be a problem it's like okay i kind of respect that like it's not just the guys that went over grabbed all these millions of dollars and then is just like acting like they're entitled to these world ranking points like and especially they, when yeah go ahead they, they just want to play majors they it's i feel like that's all it comes down to yeah that that is pretty much it and they can still play the majors they just have to qualify like everybody else i mean you want to you want to play the the u.s open then go through the u.s open qualifiers you want to play the open go through the open qualifiers you want to play the pga or the masters well at that point that's that's too damn bad. Well, yeah. And I mean, at, and at this point, the majors aren't going to ban them. So anyone who has exemptions the way it stands, they're going to be able to play. But most of these guys, like it was just seen as a risk. It was obviously there's a lot of money on the table. You just got to weigh the pros and cons. And one of the cons was uncertainty, you know, about world ranking points and major eligibility moving forward. But that was something they took on. And so they shouldn't be acting so shocked when it's not as easy as Greg might've told them it was going to be. So also one of the things Tiger said in his interview, he says, Greg, Greg's got to go before there's going to be any uh, sort of talks of peace between the, the, the PGA tour and live. So I Greg, did hear that. Greg has to get out of there. And then Greg responded. He's like, I don't care what, Tiger and Rory say he's like I'm gonna be with Liv like for a long, long time and all this stuff. So I I, I don't think that's in Liv's best interest. I Absolutely mean, if, not. If they if they have somebody in who, you know, would would maybe 
trying to think of the word compromise a little bit. You know, I I'm sure Jay Monahan, and maybe we can we can look at Jay Monahan on this a little too. But you know, if if we can come to some sort of consensus and some sort of agreement where you know let the live guys have their membership, let them be members of Live Golf, but still letting them you know get sponsors exemptions or be able to Monday qualify into tournaments to still play for, for world ranking points and stuff like that. Yeah. You're not going to get FedEx cup points or you're not going to be a member of the tour. Yeah. There's no way those guys, there's no way those guys would try to Monday. Any, and, uh, I just, I don't see the tour ever allowing them to play on sponsors invites. I just don't, is that up to the tour though, or is that isn't that completely up to? Well, yeah, the, the tour the tour can. I mean, all those guys are on bands from the tour, so they're they're not allowed to play in tour events the way it stands right now. Like for example, those guys that tried to lawsuit their way into playing in the playoff events, they uh, like they had qualified for those events, like they should have been in the field in theory, but because they were you know they were banned by the tour. Or suspended, I guess maybe is a better word. Uh, yeah, they- I don't, I don't know, like if they are outright banned. And at that point too, I mean, you know the the playoffs are reserved for tour members, and they're not members of the tour anymore, so they couldn't play those events. I mean, it. In a perfect world, I'm sure we could come up with a great solution to make everybody happy. But yeah, I just we, we the, don't the, live in a perfect. This world. is one thing I realized after the live. Uh, pod that I didn't even really mention is just I just hate like what pro golf has become like even you know some people are on the live side some people are on the PGA tour side like I just hate that this is a thing that is in pro golf now like I hate basically everything about it because yeah obviously I want the official world golf ranking to accurately reflect who are the best golfers in the world you know, and you have someone like Cam Smith or Dustin Johnson not earning points. I mean, Cam Smith, he probably got some because he won the Australian PGA or whatever last weekend. But, um, you know, those guys are obviously top 10 players in the world. And so, but they're but that's not being reflected. But also, I don't know what else the, the world golf ranking can do. They can't just give Liv special treatment. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, hopefully over time we can work towards some solution, but. Yeah, it's still a mess for sure. But as for now, it doesn't seem like we're making any progress and. Yeah. And then Bubba just like with the beginning of that quote, like, well, you know, just repeating things others say without knowing the facts. And meanwhile, he's just like regurgitating live talking points while not even addressing the fact that there's all these criteria that they still don't meet when it comes to. And like you said, like, it's not a real tour. Like there's no way for anyone on that tour to like Phil Mickelson, right? The last couple of events, I guess he started playing a little bit better, but he was playing just awful. There's no way for Mickelson to like lose his live tour card. Yeah. And so that's, that's not good for the competitive aspect of it. It's like, okay, these guys have contracts and it doesn't matter how bad you play you are contracted to be on this tour for this many years. Yeah. And until they get rid of your contract, you're, you're there. 
and even you know even if he he went through the contract or whatever he's Phil Mickelson he's always going to have a spot on that tour and which I guess that's the way it is for the PGA Tour too because he earned lifetime membership but so maybe Phil was a bad example but but anyone else there's not a um there's not an objective way to earn like a live tour membership or to be able to lose it through bad play. It's just some people will get kicked off if more guys are added on, but I don't think there's anything. I, I, I think I would disagree. I don't know. I, I feel like that's, that's not a great argument. Like that's what other sports are doing. Right. And if you don't play good enough, like you can get booed off a team, at least for playing. Well, what do you mean? Like these teams have more than just four people on them. Not as of right now. I think they're trying to change that into next year. I think so. I could I I might be wrong about that, but I I thought I th- someone well, had four. I mean, maybe for all intents and purposes, the way the next year is, I mean, that's the next event, so we can just call that the current. You might be right that it, I think they were upgrading it from forty-eight players to sixty, but not that all of them are playing at all times. It's just that each team is going to have a fifth, like a like a bench member or something yeah like a reserve yeah golf golf just like the current scene on the pga tour is just so unique in the world of sports yeah it but also like, golf is kind of like, like that it it's, sounds like you like, keep that going like you're like you really I mean, appreciate- kind of i mean golf is more like tennis right it's just an individual sport the thing is with live the thing that makes it more entertaining at times is the is the team and like when especially when they did the match play is like that whole thing but you either got to commit to having like it golf as a team sport or like you you kind of have I, to do one or the other i disagree what why 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 couldn't they let live players play on the pga tour well because live wait so why were they suspended no like why like let's say they let's say the PGA tour opened their doors to letting live players play. And now you have players playing on the PGA tour. And then this group that would go over every so often and play team events at the same time. Like what? Well, here's the the problem. So who, who gets to play in PGA tour events? It's PGA tour members. And then if there's sponsors exemptions or anything like that. And so, you're not able to maintain both a PJ tour membership and live just strictly based on the amount of events, because for live, you got, you got to play all 14 and to be a PGA tour member, you have to play. Uh, I think it's 15 events, including the majors. So, so say someone plays the four majors, 14 live events and 11 extra PGA tour events. I mean, no one's able to do that. Yes, yeah, that's, yeah. that's thirty-one weeks. And just the way the schedules lay out, it's just not <clears throat> possible. Yeah. I get, even if even if there wasn't the whole suspension and ban thing going on, like I don't know, it's it's not I, feasible. I get that, but like, live could change. Is what I'm saying. Like, what if live stayed at like seven or eight events the problem is they're not doing that they're trying to be the world tour 
Yeah, but this is, I mean, this is a hypothetical scenario in which the PGA Tour allows live players to play. So none of this is happening right now. I'm just saying hypothetically. Okay, yeah. So a few years ago, there was, and we, I mentioned it in the other pod, was like the Premier Golf League. It was, it was basically, that was basically where Liv copied their format from. And I don't think that was supposed to be as antagonistic to the PGA Tour. It was sort of like a, almost like maybe like an off-season thing, or this is what some PGA Tour players can go do sometimes. But part of Liv is just, at, from the entire time, it has been antagonistic to the Tour, as in, like, you know, we're coming for the PGA Tour. Like, the PGA Tour is a monopoly. We're going to sue them and all this stuff. And so, you know, the Tour had no choice but to suspend their players that played in live events. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it, I, I know why they did it, but... Yeah, if this was, like, a supplemental thing, like, I feel like the issue would not be as great as it is. But just the fact that it's kind of more of a antagonistic, like you said, Nick, uh, it, it causes more of a problem. Well, yeah, and even with the new TGL, obviously that's partnered with the PGA Tour, so they're going to allow it, but it just shows that the opportunity was there to have something on the side that is maybe a little bit different, a little bit different format. There was, you know, potentially an opportunity there. Yeah. Whether it was, you know, maybe reducing the PGA Tour schedule in the fall and sort of having, like, a team golf season for, like, a couple months in the fall, or... but. I mean, the way things stand now, I don't, I don't know how any sort of like resolution could come. It's sort of, you know, us versus them at this point, no going back. Guess we'll see. Only time will tell. So true. We'll so see true. Who lives I just and who dies. Facts. Good one. That was a good one. Good one. Yep. That was your best pun in a while, Jennings. I don't know if I've... Oh, yeah, I did have a pun. We've all had a pun so far. Because right. yours was the fly, eagles fly. And then yep. Caleb flew down. Mine was the bogey chain. Yes. <laughs> and then... All right. We're on, we're on fire this episode. We are. Yeah. We are sizzling. All right. Um, gosh, we're like, I don't, a, we're like I, a steam engine going down the tracks right now. I don't know if I want to <laughs> talk truck anymore. Yeah. No, no, we, we, already made it, we already made an episode. We already made an episode on that. Let's, yeah, let's move if, from live on. Yeah, I know. Was, yeah, we gotta. I, yeah, we gotta. We gotta go uh, in a different direction here. So TGC tours update. Yeah, boys, boys, boys. Yes. What What happened in the last? What happened since we talked? Is there news? Okay, so so last week we talked about uh, the tournament. Uh, the week before this week we had the the Beirut shootout. Yes. Beirut is that how you pronounce that? Sure. At the course Albarsha Sands. Okay, I remember, I remember that. You talking about it. Yep, and I had played my first two rounds, I believe, when we got into the show. Um, but shot uh, 17 under through the first two rounds. Ended up making the cut by six shots, so I was uncomfortable. Oh, there you go. Let's go. Uh, you did say scores were a little bit higher than they were pretty high. Uh, the cut line was at 11 or 12, made it in, I guess. So it was it was a little crazy. Uh, ended up at 35 under. Had the round of the day on Saturday with a 58, my Ooh, first round in the come 50s on. Come on the new on. game. Uh, but ended at 35 under, good enough for a T12. The okay. leader was at so 42. That, so you got two promotion marks now? I have two total now, one more, and I'm up to the next tour. Uh, Which is, isn't the next tour kinetic? It is. 
Okay. Um, and I would have gotten uh, another promotion mark had I just, I was, let me look, one shot out of another promotion mark. Yeah, because I would have been a top 10. And in the final round, I had a bogey and a double. What did you shoot that oh, round? 66. It was my worst round of the week. Ooh, yeah, 66. Yeah. You uh, were in position for like maybe even a top five. If, if I would have not bogeyed or doubled, I would have finished second. If I would have parred both of those, that's a T2. Jeez. So how many shots? What was the winning score? 42. So I lost by seven. So you were, okay. I mean. No, no, it would have put hey. me, sorry, sorry. T4, T4, 38 under, not 39. All right. But, uh, you know, a little stat breakdown again this week. Uh, 58th in the field in Eagles. I had one Eagle this week. I had 36 birdies, which is good enough for number one in the field. Uh, for birdies. Wow. So I made the most birdies in the field. 33 pars. Uh, one bogey was second in the field. There was one person who made no bogeys. Um, and then my one, gotcha. my one other was 81st. Yeah. So it seems, so no one's making doubles almost. Yeah. But then people just at the top that were above you just maybe made more just, eagles or what? Yeah. They were, they were making more eagles. I was making a lot of birdies. Um, I had 1.3 putts per hole this week, which was 35th. So I moved up in putting a little bit. Driving was down at 80.8, which was 83rd on the field. And greens and regulation was 70.8 and that was 39th. So I wasn't really, you know, wasn't lighting up the greens, wasn't lighting up the fairways, but I was making, making some putts, Clutch. making a lot of birdies. So good to hear. I got, I got a question for you, James. Do you, yep. do you feel like in your current <laughs> zone, and the people you're playing against, do you feel like you should be moving up to the next I, level? Or, like it's pretty competitive right now. I, I feel like this week will be a tough test. You know, looking at the leaderboard right now, 52 people have already played round one. And 10 under is a tie for 20th. Nine under is 34th. So I'm going to have to go low this week. Pretty fast. And you haven't uh, started this? Haven't, haven't started, started this week yet. Okay. Is uh, that tonight so, or what? I'll probably play it tonight. Yeah, I'm going to try I so it's got. I just got a strong look from my fiance. So maybe I'll play him tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> it uh, might happen. But you know, don't you have like test to grade or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, don't you have like kids you're teaching? Or I, I think my game's coming oh, around. Yeah. You know that the uh, the round three fifty eight was just a really good round, and I felt like I left shots out there. So. So I feel like I'm coming around, you know, I feel like I could shoot probably consistently like a 45, 50 under, uh, every week, you know, round two, I had one Eagle, 11 birdies, 22 putts, and I only hit 77.8% of greens. So I missed, missed four only, greens on the round. Only missed, if I thought I would be ecstatic. Yeah. So you know, the game, the game's there. I feel like I could definitely get that last promotion mark this week, move up to Kinetic and uh, fight my way out on the pro tours, pro tours again this year. Um, did you see the uh, update that there's, there's now some uh, winter assets in the uh, course designer? Yeah, I've heard that they're not anything special. Like the backdrops look cool, but... Like the the trees and all the assets aren't really anything special. Basically, you can cover the course in snow. Yeah. So I think so for the next few weeks, you should just not spend any time doing TGC tours and start designing a Christmas course that we can play on Christmas. (laughs) 
I, I will disagree because I love the TGC tours. Well, I hope somewhere out there, someone's designing a good Christmas course, because I think, I think that'd be really fun to just play a, uh, a little around, around on Christmas with like the, the course covered in snow and Christmas trees everywhere. And like gingerbread houses for the clubhouse a, and a bogey train stream. Oh yeah. I, yeah, course. we definitely, we definitely need to do that. So yeah, this week we're at a, what do we got this week? It is the Lake of Bays Classic at Orion Ranch, which is a course that I've played before. Uh, So I kind of have a little background on it. Looking at some of the pictures, it's fairways are pretty wide, not a lot of trees. So it's going to be just kind of hitting fairways, hitting greens. Looks pretty slopey though. So you got to be on the right level. So irons will have to be on. I do got to say, Nick, that uh, we talked when we played one night and I added that other upgrade to my driver. When mm-hmm. I can get that driver and get the, the uh, what, what is it called? The skill, skill fitting or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I get, they, that, yeah. I, I get that 301 carry. It makes a huge difference. Uh, I mean, there were holes that were yeah. like to carry a bunker it was like the fairways the fairways are really firm in the game yeah, so like yeah. those are nukes especially yeah. probably in tgc tours those are probably on pretty firm settings yeah if, let me look at my longest drive each i mean i round bet quick. i mean i bet you're you've hit something like in the 370s uh 362 340 or 350 361 363 were my longest drives for those four rounds So yeah, some bombs, some hellacious seeds. Well, that's it for TGC tours. I um, haven't, I, I haven't played that game in a few weeks. I just, I just uh, struggle <laughs> when it comes to motivation. I have one more question, Jenks, for yep. your for because you're the expert at TGC tour around here. I mean, what, what we'll have to do here, Nick, is I'll, uh, I'll Nick's get kind of pictures of my script, and we can throw out my script on the Instagram for everyone to look what my character looks like. Oh gosh, my caddy, my caddy is actually John. Uh, Noah, my caddy looks exactly like you. So John is his name John too. Uh, that's what I just call him. Yeah, good. Respect. I can respect. What was that. your What was your question though? My question is: Do the announcers on the video game still have a thick Canadian accent like they did on the other the the one that was like yes. myself? Yes, the one does. I haven't muted. And they say par. Wait, par. Good par. Oh, par. John McCarthy? Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. him muted. John McCarthy. Yeah, people love making fun of John McCarthy. But do you like Henny? Henny Koyak? I, I have them all muted. <laughs> okay. Jigs commentates as he plays. I, See, here's I hate, the thing. When, yeah. well, yeah, I, I so hate th- when I'm playing TGC tours and then it'll be like, there was like a glitch that your position on the leaderboard would automatically just always be top five. So I'd be like three over, but it would show me in fifth place and be like, Oh, you're top five. And I'm like, just shut up. Mute. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, some, yeah. It's still a little bit glitchy when it comes to the sound bites from the, like, even if you're in career mode, you'll be like, be like T 39. And it's like this putt for the all important top five. It's like, no, no, that's not true. <laughs> that but, guy's voice. That guy's voice bothered me so much. Well, and so there's two. Because you, you, you probably never played like a career mode round, right? No, no, no just because the, the announcers for career mode are different. 
Oh, really? Yeah. There's uh, actually Rich like Beam Rich and, Beam uh, and uh, Luke Elvey, who, yep. funny enough, is on the PGA Tour video game, but he's a huge live guy. If he's also follow, coming. He's if you follow he's him on Twitter. He's also coming on the pod next week. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That'd be <laughs> yeah, something. Okay. But And then this year, they added a, a, a female, Henny Koyak. And uh, I really like like her in like just in real life. Like she does good stuff. She has a lot of good interviews with Tiger, but like on the game, her quotes are just kind of cringe. <laughs> yeah. So it's tough. They didn't. I wish they. I wish they didn't do uh, make make Henny look like that. But uh, gosh, I don't know. Do we just move into our Mount Rushmore slash? I- you think so? Yeah. It's, we've hit everything else. This isn't this yeah. isn't really a debate, but uh, Mount Rushmore slash debate of the week. All right, so we should probably lay our ground rules here for what counts as fast food. My my ground rule would be that it has to probably have a uh, a drive through. That's generally my criteria. It has a drive through, and I think but that's there. There's also some like some places you can play. Like I would consider Qdoba to be fast food, even though it doesn't have a drive through. I think anything that you can go up to the counter and pay for your food and immediately receive it would be like fast food where you don't sit down, get a menu, you know, you go up and order like it. You, you order at the counter. So like a, yeah. like Subway or. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Subway has a drive-thru though. Generally. They do also have a and most often like those places do so. All like right. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to think of other. I mean, other... yeah, th- that, that's that's pretty general. If if someone says one that's questionable, we can just uh, we can just review it on the spot. But like, I, I wouldn't consider like Domino's or Pizza Ranch or anything to be fast food, though. Yeah, I I would, would, yeah, buffets don't count. I would say Domino's is, but I would say Pizza Ranch is not. What's the difference? But well, uh, um, Pizza well, Ranch Domino's is- you can like order on the app. Uh, yeah. Well, you can Either, also call in and order at Pizza Ranch, and they deliver it to you. Yeah, but I, when you said Pizza Ranch, I thought of the buffet. Yeah, I was thinking like delivery. We can make a we can make a game time decision if we have. I, I think no. Pizza. I think I think pizza places are a separate category unless it's like a Little Caesars. Unless it's like a no, that that would still be in the category. Unless it's like, like a, a specifically like you go there and order a slice and sit down like set up like okay. a fast food style okay. yep, yep but i think yeah i think that's a separate category i don't know if anyone right. if we'll, any of us was going to try to draft dominoes I, though we'll, so. yeah, we'll just we'll play it like this we have our criteria that it has to have a drive-through and if we have a question just we'll we'll decide it all right um so i'm okay i'm gonna try to do a random number generator well i feel like i won the last one so i would elect to go uh last okay no you can't elect so well i guess whoever wins can elect so um so i have a number generator up here between one and ten so whoever's closest how how do we determine who gets to um can we do prices right style you have to be closest without going over let's just go okay you know what instead of 10 i'm gonna make it 100 so then you know, Ooh. you can't go over. Nope, it's just closest to. <clears throat> okay, and we have and so that way we can all have a guess, but like you know, Let's, it doesn't really yeah. matter who guesses first. Sure. Wait, it's just it closest still does to? actually. It's yeah. just closest to. Yeah, closest to. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. 
10. Okay. Noah's guess is 10. I think he's going low. I think it's going to be low numbers. I'm taking, I'm taking 69. Okay. Right. I awesome. could I could just be mean and guess like 11. Or 68. Uh, or, yeah, you could do 11 because that would hurt Noah more. I'm just going to guess like 45. And, okay, it just generated 46. <laughs> so, oh, I know you probably, I know you probably don't, don't believe me, but it's <laughs> real. 46. Of course. Of course, it's one off. Your so, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to elect actually to keep my second place in the draft, <laughs> just like last time, because I think I ended up with a pretty good roster last time. And so, who was second closest? Uh, Jangs? All right. Um, so you you want to go um, first or third? I'm going to go. I'm going to go third. <laughs> All right. Noah is first. Oh. oh my gosh, guys. I lost and I'm going first. What are the chances? What are the chances? Pen here. I don't know where so, it's at. so just, just to just make sure I'm in the, I'm in the right frame of mind. We're, we're going to end up picking four places each, right? Yes. Yep. And obviously once one's off the board, you can't take it. You can't Correct. pick it. So, um, Pick number one. I would. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I didn't pick Raising Canes as my yeah. first. Pick. Yeah. After our conversation earlier, I'm not surprised that that was your choice. Raising nope. Canes of. Okay. Uh, nothing else. Gosh, I don't know where my pen went, but I don't. I think we can. Here, keep Nick, I got one for you. <laughs> okay. Here, just send my camera, it. Just but I don't send it. Camera. Send it overnight. <laughs> just Venmo it really quick. Um. All right. So, I have to go Chick-fil-A. Canes and Chick-fil-A first two. Great selection. There's nothing wrong with Chick-fil-A. Everything they make is elite. Man, I really should have planned. uh, Sort of prepared for the draft? Yeah. Draft board? Yeah, because, well, here's my issue is, like, I would love to pick uh, fast food places that, like, everybody likes, like the, uh, you know, in and outs and stuff like that. But I've never had them. I have not had in and out either. I can regret to say, yeah. Neither of you? But Nope. I always hear this called the Midwest in and out. Um, no way you're picking this. Great burgers, great fries. I'm going to go with five guys. Wow. That's a heck of a first-round draft I'm selection. Go five guys. And I also, I also get the second, the, the backbone. Um, and as a Midwesterner also, this place is just solid. It's amazing. I love oh, it. Oh, I know what this is going to be. I'm, I'm going Culver's. I'm going five yeah. guys in Culver's. I had, I had it typed out before you even said it. <laughs> Okay. You took you took probably the best burger options off the board. Just like that. They're gone. Oh, there's I mean, a if you there. want a Culver's burger somewhere else, you can go to Freddy's, but we talked we talked about Freddy's a few weeks ago. We don't need to rehash that. We talked about Freddy's a few weeks. Oh, the the shakes. Yeah, the shakes. Don't, don't even say that word. Like, don't don't utter but, that word. But also going like five guys, you don't have a lot out like a lot you could do besides the burger and then like some Cajun fries, but 
Culver's, you know, you got the cheese curds, you've got the, the concrete mixers. Uh, they've got delicious pretzel bites, their burgers, their fish. They've got like a little roast beef combo. Like they've just got options to choose from that fits for anybody. Okay. And a great chicken um, sandwich too. Man, I have one that I want to select. I definitely wanted him on my team. I just don't know if I wanted to take him this early. Uh, but I think I just want to make sure, make sure she's on my team. So this is, uh, this is Wendy. Oh, Wendy. I have, I have to have her on the with squad. Her, with her little red pigtails. The, the, the $5 biggie bag, the four for four. Yep. They are solid. They are. And solid. most notably, it's a, it's a Wendy's that has the fun drink machine because not all of them do. But oh, the, the Coke freestyle? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but those are kind of going out of style. Now, what I've kind of seen. I've, that. I've seen multiple. I've gone to multiple places that used to have them that don't have it anymore. Wait, what? What are you talking about? The Coke freestyle drink machines that have like all, uh, okay, all the yeah. different options. Ooh, true. Where have they been? I they're they're slowly uh, dying <laughs> off, which is very sad. But it's a bummer. All right, Noah, back Man, to you. Man, I've got options to pick. From, all right. So you guys need to pick some of mine. I can't believe this one made it through the ringer and all the way back to me in first place. But I would love to take, for my second option, the Golden Arches, Mr. Ronald McDonald himself. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. But would, I, will, I will gladly let you have that one. You can find a McDonald's in every nook and cranny of the USA, and I'm here for it. And – for my third, for my third choice, this is kind of out of left field. Um, somewhere I, I frequent often when I'm back home in Minneapolis, Wingstop. <laughs> Interesting. Is mm-hmm. that is that fast food? What else would it be? I guess I've never been to a Wingstop. I don't know the last. Yeah. It's like that's an interesting call there. I don't, I don't know about that. Like Wingstop to me just seems like a Buffalo Wild Wings type place, which isn't really fast food. You don't you don't sit down. You go up like to the counter. I feel like there are wing stops at drive throughs as well. All right, I'll take. Oh, I'll count it. I got you okay. on board. I paid you. Convince you right. Extra um, crispy, extra crispy wings with their uh, Louisiana drive. All right, you go ahead, Nick. Thank you. Thank you. All right, this is one that anyone who knows me is probably shocked I haven't uh, taken it yet. Uh, but so I have to. I have to have this one on my squad too. This goes back to my childhood days. This has been an absolute staple in my fast food rotation, and this is Arby's. Yeah. No, boo. Yeah. yeah. Arby's, Arby's, is, Arby's is pretty good. Um, Garby, you know, top, top four in this Mount Rushmore worthy. I don't know because I've got like five different options right now that I would love to choose from, and I obviously can't pick them all. I don't trust anything out of Arby's. I love Arby's, always Except, have. I had Arby's roast beef at my grad party when I graduated oh, high school. Did. No, yep. you, did not. you did not. Yep. I had leftover Arby's and Arby's sauce for weeks, and it was amazing. Have you had the Jamocha shake out of Arby's? Yes, I have, and it's awesome. That's the only thing keeping them afloat right now. And me. <laughs> and, and you. The Jamocha shakes are, are incredible. All right, we're going to see if this one will go through or not. I don't know if you guys will count this one. 
Um, but it does meet the criteria of you go up to a counter. It does have some uh, some drive-throughs in some locations. Uh, Qdoba. Yeah, that's fast food for sure. Qdoba. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, I'll let that fly. Which which meets my Mexican craving. I was really between Qdoba and Taco John's on my Mexican. Oh, Taco and, John's. I didn't even think about that. And I went with Doba. Um just because it's so fire a little three cheese nacho or a little burrito bowl uh double protein it just always hits uh and my last one you know i'm trying to kind of differentiate here and i'm between some sandwich places uh you know one has delicious subs at least i call them delicious a lot of people don't like them and the other one's just kind of you know a really good good home style type place so I think I'm going to take that one. I'm going to go with Panera Bread. Hmm. Curveball. I like that call, though. I love Panera Bread. I did not expect Panera to be on anyone's roster. The the bread bowls are just I, I, otherworldly. I mean, I, I do love going to Panera. It's just, it's always delicious when I go there. It's very rare that I do get to go there, but whenever I get the opportunity, I like to try. So. Okay. Interesting. All right, so that that rounds out your squad. Yeah, I got Culver's and Five Guys and Qdoba and Panera. Mm. Respect. All right. Um, You know, I've been going back and forth, but I keep landing on this one spot. Ah, This is actually a tough one. I think I have to get... um, I have to get some sort of, like, Mexican slash burrito place on my list and so therefore i gotta take pancheros with my with my fourth um i definitely it's a little disappointing not to have slim chickens on my roster for sure Ooh, slim chickies uh but i got i have chick-fil-a on there i think i have the chicken covered um had to go with the goat i know slim chickens is good but chick-fil-a is the goat so uh, i'm gonna round it out with a little pancheros Un, undefeated at their tortillas. So good. I don't, I've never had pancheros. Okay, well, next time you're down here, you have to. It's good. The the pancheros, they just it's just a ball of dough, and they just flatten it right before oh. your eyes. Oh, really? they have a machine. It's like the Tortilla Maker 3000 or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what it's called. Yep. Tortilla, <laughs> tortilla Flattener 3000. And underrated part of... Uh, you're going to say what I was going to say. I know what this is. They mix yes. up the burrito at the end. Yep. They have these little tools. It's actually in their logo. As soon this, as every, as soon as everything's in the burrito, that soft, fluffy tortilla. Oh, the, uh, just they, they use this they use this little thing and they mix everything together. So you don't have a bite of just sour cream and lettuce or wow. you know, every like oh. ev- every bite is just everything in the burrito mixed together. That, so it's just that's, that's such a nice touch. Oh yeah. That's what turned me off from Chipotle after a while. Uh, the burritos in Chipotle, don't get me wrong. I am not turned off from Chipotle at all. But I, I became a burrito bowl guy because I at some point I realized I can mix it myself. Well, right. If you're going to – I mean, Qdoba first. I like Doba over uh, Chipotle. But if you're going – you can't have a burrito at Panchero's and then go get a burrito at one of those other two places. Like Panchero's just wins at burritos, nah, I, mean- I think. Arguably, the only, yeah. 
the only downside versus like a Qdoba is the queso cost extra. Yeah. And they have tomatoes in their guac. So, you know, take that for what you will. If you're about that way. I like, I like tomatoes in my guac. Yeah, you know, some people love it. Some people are here for it. All right. Do you have one left here, Noah? Yeah. So you would be thinking, Noah, there's a couple obviously obvious choices right now. We just talked about Chipotle. Um, we we briefly talked about Taco John's, which I'm not a Taco John's guy, but I am a Taco Bell guy. Um, have frequented Taco Bell a lot. But for my fourth selection and for the fourth face on my Mount Rushmore of fast food chains, it's a location that when you drive by and their little red circular, circular light is on, you can't not stop inside and pick up a couple Krispy Kreme donuts. What? I was there a couple weeks ago. I had the cream-filled donut for the first time ever. And it's like a normal donut, like with a hole in the middle, you know, donuts. You ever had a donut before? I know and, what a donut looks like. And they they filled it like an inner tube with cream, and it was unbelievable. The cream to donut ratio was like 90% cream to 10% donut. Changed my life. So I'm just cream. I'm gonna go out and say it. Both Duncan and Casey's have better donuts than Krispy Kreme. Wow. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Dunk, Dunkin' Donuts are the most overrated tubular tauruses on planet Earth. They're not good. Casey's does have fire donuts, though. Casey's quick the, trip. The little flower pull-aparts, those are always my but golf trip. I'll probably have mm. to disagree Uh you can't – I mean, it, it doesn't compete that with <laughs> a, a warm Krispy Kreme. A, fr- a fresh ever, Krispy Kreme is, yeah. have is you something been there, else. Have you been there when the hot light's on, when they're cranking them out on I've, the conveyor belt? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah, yeah okay. In I mean, Jonesboro, yes. Arkansas, actually. Oh, I mean, I might go to Krispy Kreme tonight. I still – I can't believe that was on your list. How do we feel, Jengs, about that being on the fast food I, I, I wouldn't have categorized it as fast food. I, I think Noah wasn't going to win anyway, and it just made him not win more. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. So we're definitely going to put this one out on the, out on the Instagram for a poll. I might, I might have a, this might be my poll of the day. I might throw it on my board at school and have all my students vote on it as well. All right. We're each doing it, and we're adding up all the results. Because I need some Noah, crispy. You polls. have... Wingstop and Krispy Kreme on there. I cannot believe Which that. That's tough. That's not tough. <clears throat> That's tough. I mean, Those these are, are places you're thinking like, oh, I'm hungry. I need a meal. And like, so that already eliminates Krispy guys, Kreme. Guys, so, I mean, not, not really. You can go there for a meal if, if you want. But like, sometimes I pick things as jokes. This is 100% legitimate. <laughs> this yeah, means- and you 100% legitimately lost. <laughs> That's yeah, incredible. That, that has no chance. The fries at Wingstop are arguably better than than uh, than Five Guys fries. Honestly, we've done two snake drafts now, and it, it was like basically <laughs> me, me and Jang's neck and neck, and then you just at a distant third. Like what was what was your Thanksgiving picks? You picked something corn on the cob. It was corn on the cob. It was stuffing, corn on the cob, and like he had, no gravy. Gravy. He, he had gravy. He had gravy. <laughs> With okay. No mashed potatoes, just gravy. What Stuffing, what gravy, corn <laughs> on the cob, and sparkling Welches. <laughs> I stand by that. 
Oh that no, so you're just not good at dust. this. That's that a recipe. That's dust. a recipe for a delicious. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, if you're a vegetarian, maybe. <laughs> oh, I love my Thanksgiving meal. I can't wait to go eat stuffing and corn on the cob, and drink my sparkling glad. grape juice. I'm just and my gravy. My gravy that I'm just gonna drink out of the boat because I have nothing to put it on. I'm just glad you got. I don't have to eat where you guys eat, and I get to eat. At actual good fast food restaurants. It's like, oh man, that was that was a great round of golf, boys. But you know, we're starving. Where should we eat? And Noah's like, let's go Krispy to Krispy Kreme and Wingstop. <laughs> wow. Okay, Krispy Kreme is the dessert place, but Wingstop is good. Is a great place to eat food. <laughs> oh man. More American than chicken wings. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll let you guys know the results tomorrow when I put this as my poll of the day. Maybe that should just be the deciding factor is we let the high schoolers rank it. I would love to hear what they say. Well, they've probably never heard of Poncheros, so. I know. Or they probably haven't been to Canes or Wingstop. Arby's doesn't deserve to be anyone's top 25 lists for fast food That is absolute slander. Arby's is quite possibly the most underrated. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's I, I'm not going to stand for it. Arby's is quite possibly the most underrated I, fast I do, food joint what, that exists. What is good at Arby's? Everything. The Jamoka. Uh, we already. It's it. That's all. The roast no, I guess beef. the orange. The orange dreamsicle shake. The roast beef that's drier than. No, you you well either you got to get it and put um, the Arby's sauce on it, or you get the beef and cheddar, or you get the cheddar ranch uh, roast beef. I'm yes, getting, I'm I heard that. At. We got it. Yelled at. I heard that. I agree with it. I, I mean, we well, you guys could hear gonna... that. This mic is good. Yes, hey. I could hear that. She and was twenty feet away. Just tell her how much I appreciate that because she's dead right. Nick appreciates that, Lydia. Thank you. Uh, we definitely got to slap the e on this episode. I don't. I don't take any. What you you could hear her have... f word explicitly. Oh yeah. Oh, jeez, this is a good microphone, then. What was that, Noah? I said, I don't take any opinions you guys have seriously anymore. I don't get how people could not I like had a Arby's. good list. I had a great list. Look, no, I never said, I'm not, co- dude, I'm not coming after your list. I'm just saying Wingstop is gas and so is Krispy Kreme. I just don't think Krispy Kreme is in the top 12 fast food restaurants. Uh, <laughs> it deserves to be for sure. Good grief! And wings, like wing stops, like the fourth best wing. Yeah, and then and then like Lent comes around, and it's like there's a lot of fish sandwiches out there, and like Arby's, Arby's and Culver's. Honestly, both of our Arby's like, does like, have a good fish sandwich. Arby's and Culver's both have good fish sandwiches, and then the McDonald, the fillet of fish is. Horrible. See, here's here's where my my random opinion comes in. I love the fillet of fish. <laughs> like I will order the fillet of fish outside of Lent because I like it that much. Jaden's just walking <laughs> around with a fillet of fish in one hand and a freaking uh, shamrock shake in the other. Dude, I will. I will literally. I'll go to McDonald's in like March and I'll be. I'll get a fillet of fish, a quarter pounder with cheese, and a shamrock shake. <laughs> Do you guys have taste buds? Yes. You put Krispy Kreme as one of your top four fast food places. Just think about that. The donuts speak for themselves. Yeah, you're a f- 
donut. I would love to be a donut. Those are delicious. Oh my gosh. No, dude, I, I love my I, life. I, I do not think that you're going to win this uh, Mount Rushmore. All right, I guess, I guess the, uh, the people will tell. They sure I mean, will. I know, I know your who, list is, I know they're just going to laugh Nick's at your list. Chick fil A, Wendy's, Arby's, Pancheros. I honestly love my list. I, that, I that's a really good list, except, uh, don't say Arby's, honestly. Just no, I was thinking, except maybe Chick fil A. What? Whoa, whoa. See, this is the, these are the type of comments I'm hearing right now. It, it, <laughs> Chick fil A is that was a, that, one of the best fast food places on the planet. Like back in the day, their service is union and you have Chick-fil-A and Panda and I just get Panda. First of all, what were you doing at SDSU? Second of all, you can't judge all Chick-fil-A's by just the one that's on a college campus. Sometimes you just go to visit friends, Nick. I had a good friend that I went to high school with that went to SDSU and I visited him once or twice. Now he spends his time frequenting the local bars. Well, then what? Then why didn't you put uh, Panda Express on your list? If it's because so much Panda Express is hot dog water, I I juggled around. Not gonna lie, juggled around the idea of putting Panda on mine. Just oh, you, you of shut up. You did. You of course shut you up. Did. The orange, the the spicy orange chicken out there. Fire. Okay, I think I might know our next one because this was. There's a lot of fast food out there. It was pretty easy to make a good list. But I think next one has to be sandwich places. That that was another one that uh, when I said Panera, the other one I was thinking was uh, Firehouse. Firehouse is, I mean, it's in the name. It's fire. And I know, I know a lot of people are not high on Firehouse, and that's why I left it out of my list. I, I I'm with you there. I think Firehouse is really good. But I mean, we don't, we don't the, need to you get the hook and ladder, the New York steamer. What what are you walking around the room for, Noah? Are you like do you, <laughs> you, don't, you don't like my firehouse take? Like I didn't really know you guys were like this insane when it came to fast food restaurants. I thought there was a hint of normal food enjoyment. I don't think you're anyone to talk. Somewhere. Look at your list and look at my list. It's, I am. They don't belong like in the same competition. I don't think I'm not. I don't need to defend my list. Your I, list makes it looks makes it look like there were like. 12 people drafting. My list is the Rocky Balboa of lists. People don't see it coming, but when he gets in the ring, he gets it done. What is it, cream? That's, that's terrible. I can't... That's just such a bad list. It's. This is great podcasting. I'm about to just shoot icing into my throat. Guess that's a sign. That he was stuck on the bogey train? No, dude. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm still in awe of your list. And this is some good icing. So. Well. All right. What's the. Great uh, show. Great show. <laughs> is that it? Should we, should we call it? Yeah, probably. We probably No, should. what were you saying? You were saying something. Then I'll do the outro. I was just uh, just gonna ask Noah. I know it, you know it's not like warm, warm in Georgia at this time of year, but you know he was out golfing, he was out frolfing. Just like, what is it actually like down there at this point? And is it getting colder and colder by the day? It's like forty, forty-five in the morning, so a little chilly. You know, maybe a, a pullover and and pants. 
Um, and then it warms up to like 60 degrees pretty much every day. So it's just like fall. It's like fall weather. It's an endless fall down here. It's just fall forever. Tree leaves are still on trees. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I know Jengs has his uh, at least once weekly that he's hitting balls indoors. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have any. At least at this point, plans to be doing anything like that. So who knows the next time I'll be, or with what frequency I'll be hitting golf balls over the winter. Probably not much. Which yeah, is I like bad. my once a week. I'm gonna try and probably go a couple more times every year now and then, but. Not hitting golf balls in the winter is a great recipe to stay on the bogey train. It really is. That's true. Any Anything else from anyone, or should I close it out? No, I'll go for it. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening again. Uh, another great episode. Uh, make sure, you know, go follow us on our social media. Follow us on Instagram, uh, at the bogey train pod, or is it just the bogey train? At the Bogey Train Pod. Yep. Uh, YouTube at the Bogey Train. Uh, we will start doing some YouTube stuff here. Uh, I know we got some some plans in the works for a great episode that will be a visual masterpiece. So be prepared for that. And like I said, make sure you follow the Instagram, especially if you want to go vote on this Mount Rushmore. I'm sure we'll have a little poll up for people to vote on that. So uh, so yeah. John, anything to say? Or do you have to go get your Krispy Kreme? Um, those, those, those cream fillers are hot on my mind right now. Um, I spent a lot of time on the bogey train, both on the course and off the course this week. Um, so happy. I'm just happy about that. Proud of myself. Nick? Uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, we, we're looking to get... Uh, an interview or two in the foreseeable future. So um, I know you guys liked the last time we did an interview. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's not much different. It's basically just having someone else on. That's not um, us and just firing them a few questions, but seemed to go over pretty well last time looking to, you know, possibly do some more of that coming up. So, and uh, make sure you donate a thousand dollars to the <clears throat> Jang's birthday fund for next week oh yeah i keep forgetting about that um oh maybe you'll get a christmas card for your birthday or something sweet i love christmas cards we only got one so far so all right uh peace i don't, I don't think i i don't know if i have anything else to close us out so yeah stay on the bogey train yeah We're off the bogey train something like that i just that. got stuck in a bogey train mm-hmm.